The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell, and this week, joined by Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Good morning. Last week, we had a great talk about the basics of credit cards and even learned, uh, Mm -hmm. well, some of the interesting history of credit. Mm -hmm. What are we going to talk about today? Yeah, so I feel like I'm, we all know the holidays are coming up, even though there's no snow on the ground yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we do need to talk a little bit about holiday spending, I think. Um, so, you know, we have talked about um, it's, you know, this is just the time of year when everybody's like going to be adding to their debt load instead of paying it down. Like it just is naturally going to happen because you're, <laughs> you're spending increases, you're buying all this stuff for the holidays, right? So, yeah. and the average projected spending for the 2020 holiday shopping season is just under $1,000 per household. So about $997. So it's not a small chunk of change, right? No, not at all. It's, By any means. It's uh, thank goodness I budget for it every year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some people don't. So that's why we're talking about this today. (laughs) Um, Though surprisingly, um, a third of consumers on a recent survey um, said that they actually have plans to spend less this year than they have in the past, which is not typical. Most people um, generally assume they're going to end up spending more year over year. But, you know, just due to the pandemic and the financial uncertainty that kind of comes with... um, the side effects of the pandemic for the economy, um, people have less money to spend. So they are planning to spend less. Um, and really the last time this happened in history was back in about 2008 when we had the, the financial crisis then. So it's, it's not abnormal to see, but it's also not normal at the same time, if that makes any sense. Oh at yeah, all. No, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> um, it's 2020. It's 2020. That sums it up right there. <laughs> um, but really, I, so going back to kind of that projected household spending of just of almost a thousand dollars, right? It's still a lot of money, um, even if it is less than what people typically spend, right? So if you break that down into monthly payments, right, you're going to be looking at about easily about 85 bucks a month or more, depending on what kind of interest rates you're being, you're paying on the funds that you're borrowing to make these purchases if you're, if you're using borrowed funds, right? So that's $85 a month going into 2021 that if you're not already budgeting for that, uh, you've got to find room in the budget somehow to cover that expense now, right? So, right. Um, right. And then you have to think about there's all the it's not just gifts, right? There's all these other expenses too. you know, cost of decorations, food, candy, travel, um, travel. If you go anywhere, I mean, it all adds up really fast, um, especially if you're not paying attention to how much you're spending. And that happens often. Mm-hmm. It's easy to do. I think there's a lot of impulse buying that occurs this time of the year. Oh, absolutely. I've done it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Going along with that, the, what do you call it? The holiday hangover? Is that what it is? If, you, if you're not keeping this within boundaries, mm-hmm. 
when we get past the holidays, I mean, it brings a lot of joy. It's a lot of fun to give people nice things. It, it's yeah. part of the, you know, part of our favorite part of the season is, you know, to see the smile on a child's face when they get the yeah. wonderful present. Yeah. But there's, well, you're telling me there's a negative to this, the hangover. Well, yes, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, if you're not preparing for that. So really the best way to not end up with the, the a holiday hangover or an an unexpected bill that you're now going to have to pay off over the course of the following year um, is step one is really to make a budget right from the get-go before you start spending like crazy there's still okay. time to make a budget right um, Christmas is close but not so close that you can't still try to rein in any uncontrolled spending you've done so far right so um, Back but you to- really can't <laughs> yeah you really can't stay in budget if you've never actually made a budget to begin with. So that's why I'm saying step one, make a budget. Even if you've already started doing some of your shopping, it's, you can still pause it's really quick and, and make a budget before you spend any more, right? Yep, never too late. Yeah, and so the process of making what I'll call a holiday budget, right, is really the same as creating like a household budget, right? So you're for more specific details on, on budgeting though, um, if you're, completely unfamiliar with how this works, I would suggest that you go back and listen to our episodes from the past, um, episodes 15 through 18 of Good Money Moves, where we talked extensively about budgeting. Um, But just to give, you know, in short, right, if you figure out how much you have to spend and then you work out and divide up that money among all the things that you want to buy, right? So that's creating a budget. And if the amount that you have and the amount that you expect to spend don't quite match up. You're going to have to fiddle with the numbers and tweak things in the different categories that you have until it aligns so that you're spending what you can afford. Make it fit. Yes. Right. And then as you shop, you're going to want to refer back to that budget often to make sure you're staying within the limitations that you've set for yourself to keep, to make sure that you can get all the things that you need um, without going too crazy and blowing money that you don't actually have, right? So you have to kind of continuously rebalance that budget. And you might find that, you know, if you underestimated the cost to ship things, because I guarantee you there's a lot more people online shopping this year than there has in the past. So if you're not used to factoring in shipping costs into your holiday budget, you might kind of not quite get that just right. And you might have to kind of look back at that list of things and go, okay, well, I spent 10 more dollars on shipping than I was expecting. I'm going to have to cut out this pie from my food list or whatever it is. You know, Uncle Bill so, only gets nail clippers. <laughs> yes. Or nothing. <laughs> or nothing. <laughs> right. So you might just have to find some ways to cut back along the way as you're kind of adjusting your budget. Okay. So how, how can someone determine how much money they can spend in the first place? Yeah, so that's a good question. So ideally, the amount should come entirely out of your available cash or savings that you've already put aside for this, right? That's ideally. Um, That way you don't have to rely on credit and adding to your debt load at all. Ideally. Ideally, I understand that most people, that's not a reality. Um, So, but but first really you need to look at the money you have already set aside, especially for any holiday expenses, right? So this would be money you've been saving up 
um, in something like a Christmas Club account um, or in a jar on your counter all year long in anticipation of all this holiday spending, right? This so, reminds me of you can go through the credit union, correct, and say, I want to spend, you know, if you figure out that global amount, just have you guys automatically put it in that Christmas account every every month yeah. or every paycheck. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, we definitely, we call it a, a holiday club account. Um, and so what happens is throughout the year, you tell us how much you want to save. We'll help you automate those those uh, savings into the account. And then I believe it's sometime in November before like the Black Friday weekend, those funds are then released into your checking account and you can spend them for on all of your holiday shopping that you need for the year. And, but it's just, yeah, it's a good way to kind of automate that savings for the holidays, especially if you have a good feel for how much you usually spend. Yeah. Another way to force discipline into mm-hmm. the process too. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, as you mentioned, many people do not have that dedicated savings. Correct. Yes. And if you don't, right, which there's lots of people that don't, so don't feel too bad about it, but maybe make a change going into 2021 where you start, right? Um, I just consider, you know, the other sources of money that you do have to draw on before you turn to any credit cards or loans to finance your holiday spending, right? So you can think about things like your year-end bonuses from a job that you might get or money in a savings account that maybe isn't necessarily earmarked. For holiday spending is maybe it was earmarked for, you know, a down payment on a car or something. But if the goal is really to not go into f- more debt, you know, you have to kind of weigh right. the balances there. But, you know, look at the money that you have earmarked for maybe something else and see if, well, OK, I'm not quite ready for that anyway. And yes, I can kind of make up that income or that money in that savings account down the road. So just some things to consider. It's not, obviously, if you have it set aside for something special you do not have to touch it <laughs> just something to think about okay um, so and if you don't have any of that available we'll talk about the next step and we get back okay yeah good money absolutely. moves will continue in just a moment here on news talk 1340 C am and 96.9 fm good money moves continues in moments with andy brownell and jenna tobble from first alliance credit union this is news talk 1340 kroc am and 96.9 fm we're talking good money moves with andy brownell and jenna tobble from first alliance credit union on rochester's news talk 1340 kroc am and 96.9 fm Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell, along with Jenna Tubble with First Alliance Credit Union. We're talking about holiday shopping and the holiday shopping budgets. And uh, when we finished up the last, uh, right before the break, we were talking about pulling the money out of what you already have. But then, uh, you know, what if I don't have that, right? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's definitely, you know, lots of people out there that don't have savings built up and aren't necessarily preparing for holiday spending throughout the year. Um, so if, if you don't have money set aside, you know, think about how much money you can squeeze out of this month's household budget. Um after paying all of your regular expenses, do you have a little bit of cash already left over? Maybe you have normally have $100 for kind of some fun spending that can go towards your holiday shopping needs, right? So the goal is to not use credit to, to fund your holiday expenses, if at all possible. But if you have determined um, how much cash you have available and you find it's still not quite enough, you know, then you can look at 
how much you can actually afford to put on a credit card or take out in a loan, right? So what this means is you really have to consider what your monthly payment is going to be to get that and be able to afford to pay that off before next Christmas. Right. Right. So ideally you should be able to pay off whatever you, you finance within three to six months after the holidays. Otherwise, if you can't afford to pay that monthly payment and get that paid off quickly, you're overspending. Yeah, if you because, can't pay your electric bill or cover mm-hmm. what your groceries are because you have to make that payment, yeah. put that in your mind before you spend the money. Exactly. And and really, if if you truly, truly cannot afford to take on the debt, don't do it. <laughs> like, don't do it. Well, it's we've talked about it. that before. It's one of those... <laughs> Those slipping points, right, that Mm -hmm. could begin that downward spiral that's really, really difficult to get out of once you get started. Absolutely. I mean, you think I I mentioned earlier in the show that 80, I mean, put that in your brain if you don't have another number to go off of an extra $85 a month for 12 months to pay off $1,000. Right. And and you're paying more than $1,000 because of the interest. So just consider that before you turn to credit to finance what is a short-term, yeah, a very short-term need. If you're using credit cards, especially, you're paying considerably more than that $1,000. Oh, $1, absolutely. So what kind of... You, oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was just going to add, you know, it, if you're really unsure of how much you think you're going to need, it can be, you know, really helpful to look back at what you've spent in the past years. And that can kind of help give you an idea, too, of how much you're going to need for this year. Um, and then you can kind of take into consideration all the things that you'll likely not be doing as usual this year because of what's going on with the pandemic yeah. and adjust, you know, the amounts that you think you're going to need. Um, but really, once you've taken all of these different factors into consideration, you know, what you need, where you're getting the money from, can you afford payments if that's what it comes down to, then that's what your budget for the holiday shopping yep. is. The main thing is right, have a plan. That budget is your plan. Mm-hmm. What kind yeah. of expenses should I be considering including in this budget? Sure. So, yeah. So once you've really, you know how much you're going to spend, the next step really is then to kind of figure out what you need to spend it on. Um, so write out a list of everything that you're likely to buy, right? The, and this is how you come up with your categories for your budget, right? So that's things including gifts. Obviously, that's the big one. That's probably the first one that comes to everybody's mind. Then they're probably really good about budgeting for those things, right? So you list out all the people you plan to buy presents for. Maybe even give them a dollar amount that you're willing to spend based on how much you like them or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the large gifts for close family and friends, smaller gifts for, you know, social events that you might do like secret Santa gift exchange at work or something. But then don't forget to include like the little things too. Like if you do stocking stuffers for kids or don't forget to include those, that stuff can add up fast and you don't realize it, you know? Um, It's all that last minute stuff like that that will bite you. It is. It totally is. And, you know, don't forget to give yourself a little bit of buffer in this category. I think this is really important because I think this is where a lot of people get tripped up with their budgets is they don't give them they aren't realistic with what they're actually going to spend in each category. So if you need to give yourself a little buffer somewhere, this is the place to do it, because this is likely where somebody's going to get you a gift and you're not expecting it. And then you feel like you have to get them something, even if it's small, um, or you end up in a secret Santa gift exchange at work that you weren't planning originally, or, you know, there's just things that come up that are unexpected. And even in a holiday budget, you need to plan for that. Okay. Um, Obviously it's not all gifts though. No, 
uh, no, uh, food is another big one, right? So it really, and this is true for any, you know, holiday that you're going to celebrate, whether it's Christmas or Kwanzaa or um, Ramadan, whatever those are going to be that you celebrate, food is always involved. It's the universal language, (laughs) if you think about it, right? So That's the best part of the holidays for crying out loud. It is. It is, right? So much good food. Um, But this year, I mean, if you think about it, you might be able to save a little bit more money than what you have in the past, just because if you do have any get-togethers, they're likely going to be much smaller, or at least they should be. Um, And so you can kind of think about the additional costs of the different meals and dishes that you'll need to make and make sure that if you do any special baking over the holidays that you're planning for the extra ingredients um, to make those too because that's something you can kind of forget Uh, a lot of times you know it takes extra butter flour sugar that you don't normally use throughout the year so make sure that you're planning for those type of expenses as well all adds up it does um decorations obviously if um i've seen tons of holiday lights up this year which i think is great um but if you buy your christmas tree every year i mean that's easily i think probably a hundred dollars for a for a real tree easily a big one um, yeah. a big one and you know things like candles wrapping paper any any other like trimmings decorations that you put up around your house to celebrate those cost money So another thing that you're going to want to think of as well is the cost of travel. Um, So it's something that you had kind of brought up earlier in the show, Andy, but, you know, many people are going to be postponing travel this year, right? But if you don't postpone and you do still have plans to go visit family, right, you're going to need to include the cost of that in this holiday budget. Um, So that means things like the cost of gas, hotels, plane tickets, um, On the other hand, if you were planning ahead, though, um, and you did have some money earmarked for travel in your holiday budget and you are no longer planning to travel, you might be able to kind of use that money that you had saved to um, kind of bolster some of the other categories in your holiday budget. So because you're not traveling, maybe that means you can get an extra special gift for your kids this year to make up for not being able to see grandma and grandpa. Or you could even save it um, and use it next year to take an even bigger and more exciting trip or maybe to take a summer vacation down the road. So there's things that you just kind of need to think about when it comes to this this budget for this year. It's just a little bit different than normal. Um, Charitable giving is something we do this time of the year a lot of. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really important one to include in this budget as well. So I would, and one thing, if, you know, if you are somebody who regularly donates to charities, you maybe already have this planned into your budget for this month. Um, but if you're someone who tends to just donate around the holidays, which is completely fine and wonderful of you um, just make sure you are including that in your budget because you don't want your kind deed to kind of put you in a financial tough spot down the road Um, it's not really helpful to you it may make you feel good in the moment but then you go oh crap i can't pay my electric bill (laughs) that's not good so yeah and be know how much you can afford to donate you know, be realistic. I mean, I if I could, I would donate thousands of dollars to charities across Absolutely. the city. But I have to be realistic and know that, you know, 50 is maybe more in line with where I'm at right now. So those are just, just be realistic with yourself. Some, even if it means you just throw a couple bucks into the Salvation Army red kettles when you're walking into Walmart or something, you know, it's you still have to plan for that. It's still money coming out of your yep. budget. So, And then um, quickly, maybe all the miscellaneous stuff. I, I mean, what comes to me is the stamps. 
Yeah, postage for greeting cards. You know, people, this is the time of year where you're always, you're sending out letters and greeting cards to update everybody on how you're doing for the year that you might not see over the holidays. You know, take all those costs into consideration as well, because even though they seem small, they do add up. You know, you think about any special clothing that you're going to want to buy. Some people like to buy holiday outfits for their kids, or you might want to buy yourself an ugly Christmas sweater, or, you know, those things cost money if you take your kids to go see Santa and you get photos that tends to cost yep. money. You know, any, any seasonal based activities that you're planning to do, whether it's something you have always done or something you're planning to do new this year, you need to account for it in your holiday spending. That's why it's called a budget. So we're going to mm-hmm. continue talking about budgeting for the holidays and uh, your holiday shopping and all of that. When we continue with good money moves on news talk, 1340 Carol C AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell with Jenna Tobble, First Alliance Credit Union. We're talking about holiday shopping, uh, shopping, well, actually more than that, budgeting for the holidays, right? Yes. So (laughs) you just went through an exhaustive list of things we have to think about when we come up with this budget. How do you prioritize all of this when you when you get down to the nitty gritty? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, it really is a personal decision, but one thing that I find helpful when I'm kind of planning for my holiday spending is to really assign levels of priority to the things that I have on my list. So I go through, um, you know, go through your list and number the items based on how important they are to you. Uh, you know, assign number one for your top priority, two to the next, and so on and so forth, right? And then kind of reorganize your list so that they're out, you know, highest priority at the top. So you kind of work through your list and start checking off the items. And, um, you know, as you kind of get down the list, you can kind of, you know, the ones at the bottom, you may end up not having the money for it. And that's okay. Cause you knew that it was a possibility or they're really not that important to you anyway. Um, you know, so for example, top of my gift list is gifts for the kids. That is, that's going to always be the top. Right. Very, very bottom is holiday clothes. I do not buy special clothes for the holiday. I just like to wear my pajamas all day. So <laughs> like very low priority, but those that could be different for different people. So it's really what it means to you in your, what is important to you in your budget. Um, and if necessary, as you prioritize, you might realize you can completely cut categories out like clothing in my case pff, done. It's probably not even in my budget if I'm being honest. So, um, But if you're still kind of struggling to make it all fit, you can start prioritizing the specific items in each of the categories, meaning you might cut back on the number of people that you're buying gifts for, or you might cut back on the amount of decorations that you purchase, or maybe the number of different types of cookies you're planning to make to make it your budget fit better. Make it fit. That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So another thing I imagine that somebody should consider is uh, when it comes to staying... Are there other things I have to keep in mind here? Because it seems like we've covered a lot of ground, but I'm sure there's something you and I have both forgotten. Yeah. So, you know, we covered holiday shopping tips last year around this time. I believe it was episode 19. So I would suggest that you go back and listen to that episode, too, because there's a lot of tips and things that we shared there. But on top of what we shared in that episode, I would just, you know, remember that if you currently kind of give gifts to distant relatives and friends that you don't really see or interact with all that often it's okay 
to get cut them out of the list and not give them something maybe just send them a card instead um just at least let them know you're thinking about them on facebook or just tell them merry christmas on facebook maybe that's enough for you i you know it doesn't cost any money (laughs) so you just have to kind of get creative to make sure that things are fitting in your budget and it can be really helpful to know uh let people know up front what you're budget it maybe not exactly the number but that you might be on a tight budget this year most people are going to be really understanding of that and they may even follow your lead right so it may trigger other people to spend less and be more thoughtful with their giving well my brothers and sisters um for years now we have just we don't give each other gifts because Mm -hmm. we say okay let's you know yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It, it's, and especially as families grow, you know, kid, your kids get married, you have grandkids, like it gets to be very expensive if you're trying to buy for everybody. So just be realistic yeah. and have, have adult conversations with the adults in your life about what, what the expectation is. And most people are going to be very understanding. Um, but don't forget to comparison shop, right? That's a huge thing. Not everything that's quote unquote on sale is actually a good deal or actually on sale for that matter. And the internet makes it so easy to do this. You can comparison shop before you even go anywhere. And you, so you know exactly where to go to get the best deal at that time. Um, So another thing I would say is if you do use a credit card, do it strategically. Don't just swipe it just to swipe it, right? So if you have like a cashback card or a rewards card program on your credit card, use those for your holiday shopping. I can kind of give you a little bit of an advantage to that spending that you're doing at least. Um, The other thing I would say is if you know that you are gonna have a really hard time controlling your spending, um, pay for things with cash. When it's gone, it's gone. Or buy gift cards to the places that you're planning to do your shopping at because then you're limited to what's on the gift card. Oh, that's a great way to do that. I never thought of that. Yeah. 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 So it's kind of like automating that that spending, that yeah. budget for yourself a little bit. Um, but, you know, can, Pinterest is a great place for DIY things, decorations, baking, gifts, green cards, all kinds of fun ideas on there. And you can get your kids involved making stuff like that, you know, Um but they're really, you know, there's just a lot of different ways you can cut costs and stay on budget while still enjoying the holidays. So it's just important they get a little bit creative yeah, when it comes it's to the thought that counts. It is. It definitely is. It doesn't have to be a PS5. No. no it does not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Excellent information as always, Jenna. Um, let's go back to the basics and I'm going to have you tell me where I can get more information about budgeting, specifically budgeting for the holidays. Yeah. So as always, I would encourage everyone to visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. Check out our blog. We have lots of educational resource pages out there as well. Um, For those of you who are already members at First Alliance Credit Union, check out the free tools that we have available to you in our online and mobile banking, things like your your credit score we've got the my cards feature that helps can keep you on budget the my money tool and online banking that can help you create a budget and look back at your past spending to kind of help you get started for this year um you know i mentioned a couple of the past episodes in this show though you can find those at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com you can also subscribe to good money moves on apple google spotify and tune in podcasts 
Um, but of course, the, the very best thing that you could do for yourself is to reach out to our team at First Alliance Credit Union. Um, let them know what your financial goals are. I, you know, They're here to help you get pointed in the right financial direction this holiday season, and they'll be happy to help you come up with a budget, give you some options for making your holiday spending and your holiday goals a reality. They're there to help you out, that's for they sure. They are. Well, this has been Good Money Moves. Jenna, you and I will talk again next week. Thank you so much. Yeah. And until then, again, Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.